I like getting money, I got time to get it Talking on me, so my car's a tenant Dancing with the devil, I don't bargain with it Bible in a dash and the stick is with it And I hit the 4-5 on the wet side What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Young Closer Podcast. It's your host, Jacob Hagerman. Make sure you shoot me a follow on Instagram at the Real Young Closer. And we got your favorite co-host, Big Rye. Go ahead, follow me on Instagram at official Ryan Rasmussen. Jacob, but wait before oh, no, we get in the episode. Already. I'm already like Billy Mays, baby. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to shoot me and Ryan a text at 480-405-3817. Shoot me and Ryan a text. We're going to talk to you a little bit at the end about Project 500 and going crazy. Project 500, that's all you're going to text. Project 500-480-405-3817. That's the Young Closers number. Guess what? We're going to go crazy. Text but us, baby. Hey, to get into this episode a little bit, here's what I want to talk about. Actually, you know what, Ryan? You kick this off, baby. So today, so, you know, me and Jacob. I'm just glad to have you back from Miami. Hey, hey we're back from Miami. We had a lot of fun. Nothing too crazy happened. I, I, Although it was crazy. It wasn't. I, I miss my buddy. Dude, it was it was crazy. And by the way, if you guys noticed, we got this new amazing sign. Thank you, Jackie Elliott and Thank Andy you, Elliott. Jackie and for Andy. making this happen. Um, Absolutely, it's, dude, we just it's unbelievable. It's the greatest really. thing in the world. I'm just gonna say yeah. this. You know, you know that when you have people in your life that want to see you succeed, we're like, you know, it'd be sick. We had a podcast room. Literally, Jackie builds the entire podcast room, helps us out, and then Jackie goes, "We got to get you a sick podcast sign." And I'm like, oh my goodness! I was expecting something maybe a, a fraction of the size of this. But dude, look at this! Like, look how it's beautiful. much beautiful. Let's it's so beautiful. beautiful. But I just want to say, Andy and Jackie, I know that you're gonna listen to this. So we wanted to say thank you. You're absolutely amazing for getting that dialed in. But Ryan, what are we gonna talk to the cats All right. about today? All right. Man? So, and everyone knows this, but Jacob and I, and if you don't know it, we've been traveling a ton. We've, like crazy. We, we've been going all over training sales teams and in, in all different industries, really automotive, but we've been, I mean, insurance companies, um, real estate companies, roofing companies, uh, SEO companies. I mean, whatever company has a sales team, me and Jacob have been doing it, it seems like. And the common denominator in all these sales teams for salespeople is pretty much boils down to one thing. Now, you know, of course there's closing, there's word tracks, there's lead generation. We can go on and on about all these amazing skills that there are to learn. But the number one thing that Jacob and I, and I and I hope you agree with me on this one, but oh, no, I'm definitely gonna agree with the you. The number guys. one thing that salespeople that I feel that I've seen that they struggle with is confidence. Dude, oh my God. And What's, Nail on the head. What's funny is, if you're listening to this, you know what I mean. When you start in sales, there is this feeling, whether you're on the phone doing telesales, you know, like what, what, like with what we do. If you're going door to door, knocking, you know, selling solar, pest control, roofing, so, whatever you're doing, here's there's what this confidence thing that I think paralyzes a lot of people. Oh, it's it's a pandemic, an epidemic of confidence going on right now. And so for everybody that's listening at home, here's what I need you to do. Get something to write with and something to write on and start taking some notes, okay? This is going to be educational. We're going to talk about some of the things that have built confidence in me and Ryan, the young closers. We're yeah. building a sales team. So we have been where leaders are. We deal with the same problems that leaders deal with, and we also sell. So we know yeah. the problems that you guys go through well, with selling. On your pen, and on your piece of paper and your pencil, 
I want you guys to write down this whole episode, this whole podcast is going to be about ways to build confidence in sales, in sales, how to increase confidence, also increase skill. That's going to be important, but really let's dial in the confidence because I know when I'm more confident, I know when Jacob's more confident, he does more. Oh, absolutely. He sells more. He lifts more weight. He has a better life when he is confident. When you are not confident, you are not going to have the kind of life you want to have. Plain and simple. I think it's almost, especially in sales, in a sales-related organization, I feel like it's absolutely impossible to get the life that you want without having the confidence in yourself and your capabilities to get a job done. So what I want you to write down with on that piece of paper is confidence. Just literally write down the word. Yep. What is confidence? What is it? Well, that's a good question. Well, you know what? I'm going to say the way that I believe, okay? Confidence, and you can look up the dictionary definition, hey, whatever it is. Hold on. Real, one, one. Hey, Siri, what is the definition of confidence? Uh, Siri says confidence. Well, it's a noun. That's good to know. Um, <laughs> the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. Firm trust. A state, I like that, the state of feeling certain about the truth of something. A feeling of self-assurance arising from one's appreciation of one's own abilities or qualities. That's I, a, mean, I mean, that, you, isn't that sales in a nutshell? I mean, that's literally sales I mean, in a nutshell. And so to even dumb it down further than that, I think of confidence as the last time that I was successful. Like, when I need to get that little bit of that confidence boost, let's say I'm about to get on stage, I go think about the last time that I was on stage, and I just, I packed a heater, okay? I was ready to go, everybody was fired up, I killed it, crushed it, and I'm like, I'm gonna go do that exact same thing there. Because, write this down, is I have stacked enough undeniable proof in who I am, what I am capable of, and I've proven myself over and over and over again that I can continue to do it and get better as I go. And so that builds confidence for when I speak on stages, go to do in-store trainings, for when I get on the phone, for when I do the podcast. Like we think about the what we're gonna what the episode is gonna be about. What as we sit down and we go, you know what? Let's talk about this because we literally take what we deal with on a daily basis and put it in the podcast. It's it's simple. Like it's not that hard of an equation. Like if somebody's talking about confidence in sales and you hear that throughout the entire month we're probably gonna make an episode about it <laughs> you know what i mean oh yeah and but, so but and also confidence is like and andy says this a lot but competence comes from or confidence comes from competence which is understanding what you're doing see a lot of people for an example you get into car sales all right and you don't know how to greet a customer you don't know how to bump them on a payment you don't know how to overcome um, which this isn't an objection, but a customer says, oh, I'm just looking today. And then if you don't understand on how to navigate your way around that to move the sale forward, your confidence is going to be low because you don't trust in your own abilities because you haven't trained. And now you're not selling anything. Your, your paychecks suck. Your wife hates you. Your kids are, are doing drugs because you're not freaking confident. You know what I mean? But it all stems from, okay, when I understand what I'm doing, I'm going to have confidence and I'm going to sell whatever I'm selling. And the old saying, I think the one that you're looking for is competence comes from accomplishments and accomplishments will lead to confidence and confidence allows you to perform higher level tasks. 
Write Ooh, that down. Higher level tasks. Okay? I want to do that. Uh, well, everybody wants to do it, but you know what? Everybody uh-huh. forgets about everything on the back end. Yeah. And so you know what? Let's just let's just break this down. Okay. We're gonna break this down for uh, a leader, and we're gonna break this down for a guy who's just selling. Maybe they're like they're that. new in the business, or let's say they've been in the business for a really long time. But let's start with the sales guy because the mass majority of people that listen to us, they're salespeople. That's this. That's what this podcast 100%. is about. It's an educational podcast. They're young closers. They're young closers. You know, they're getting after it. But the deal is this. You started off. What are some of the ways, and we can take it back to when we first got here at the Elliott Group, okay? You know, we didn't really know what we were doing. Andy was like, hey, this is what you're going to do. You're going to build an amazing company, and you're going to impact people. And we said, oh, cool, done. I'll be there tomorrow. Quite literally, like broke my lease, was down here literal like three days later. Same thing with you. You got the phone call, quit everything, drove what, 25 hours, made it straight over here. So we remember what it was like when we first started. What has built the confidence in Ryan as a salesperson? And I'll, then I'll talk about mine next. And then like as we transition to leaders, we could definitely both share a whole lot of aspects. Yeah, done. So... And I could go down the rabbit hole on this because I am the king of lacking confidence back in the day. I was the king of, of that. Re- and why I know this, this is one story, and I, there's a million of them, but this one really I always remember of like when I really, a light bulb kind of clicked and my sales went through the roof and my confidence really raised and I felt really good about myself. Um, so I'm selling, I'm selling cars, and I'm training with Andy. And one of Andy's big things, and this is like, this is years ago, so this wasn't like, this is a pretty new thing, but it was going live on social media. That wasn't always around. That's, and if you don't know this, like this is, you know, four or five years ago, it's probably when the whole live streaming started on like Instagram. I think Facebook was like one of the first ones when it all started. Jacob almost dumped the damn mics on my lap. Um, so Sorry, anyways, I'm at, a, I'm at an event training with Andy and Andy's like, and I think the Macklin twins were there and they're like, everybody. Pull your phone out. Go, everyone, we're going live. And I'm thinking, dude, I've never gone live in my life. And I'm thinking in my head, well, what what if I say something that is stupid? What if I stutter? What if I don't know what to say? What what are people going to think about me? I don't know what I'm going to say. Why am I going live? I've never done this before. And then I remembered, like, that that feeling has been every single thing in my sale, in my career, really, and everything I've ever done. It's like this, I don't know what I'm doing. I know this is good for me because people that I see going live on different um, um, social media things, they're killing it, it seems like. The guys that go live, they, they're guys that have massive confidence. They sound amazing. They speak really well. So I go live, and I'm, like, nervous, and I'm, I go live. I got great feedback. I got a ton of engagement. I'm like, man. So then... At the car lot, well, guess what? I became addicted to going live. I was going live two, three times a day. Started selling more cars. I started becoming quicker with my words because I, when I go live, like you can't just sit there and go, "Uh, what's up?" Like you got to say something, and that really got me better in a lot of areas. But I remember I didn't have confidence. Like I was afraid to even pick up the telephone and outbound call people. When I started getting on Facebook Live, dude, I felt like liberated i felt free i'm like man i can go live and people are engaging with me and people are like damn he's going live what a savage you know what i'm saying and uh and i remember watching like ian and evan macklin they were always going live at their dealership hooting and hollering it's like man these guys are killing it and what i realized is people are afraid to go live because they don't have confidence in themselves that they're good enough for it they don't look the part they don't speak the part um they don't know what to say all these things right that well in sales you got to talk to people 
You got to speak to people. You got to become a master communicator. You got to get uncomfortable. Well, that's sales. So going Facebook Live really helped build my confidence. And I remember it seems stupid. Like Facebook Live is what gave you sales confidence. Yeah, it really, it really actually did. So if you're watching this podcast and you don't go live on social media and you're in sales for whatever reason, start going live. I guarantee it's going to be weird at first. But that feeling, that's that feeling that you should be chasing all the time. I was watching... um, I made a reel today on Instagram. I'd play the audio, but I don't want to get um, um, banned or whatever because it's a David Goggins thing. But he was talking about like that uncomfortable stuff, that stuff that makes you just feel like weird and horrible at the time is the stuff you need to keep doing because everyone's running towards the comfortable, easy things. Like, you know, if you're selling cars, well, it's easy to have a fresh up drive up or, or maybe it's not maybe that makes you really uncomfortable and and you lack confidence in that or you know there's something that most people are trying to take the easy way the comfortable way that's not going to build your confidence that's why like jacob how many awesome salespeople have we met in a car dealership that are selling 30 40 cars but dude they can't even speak like you talk to him, it's like, dude, how, how do you do this? It's weird. It's like, what? Yeah, dude, it, it's 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 crazy that, you know, yeah, you know what? You can perform at that level. Like, you can get to, you know, that. You can make some money. You know, that 25, 30 car level. Like, you don't have to be the guy running around the store going absolutely crazy, 365, oh. you know, blowing the doors off the roof. Like, no. But what I am saying is for you to build that confidence to let's say go live on Facebook, to make an outbound phone call, to cold call somebody, to you know get a customer out of service, to let's say you're in solar and you're knocking on somebody's door yep. randomly at yep. nine in the morning, for you as a realtor to go have people come into a house and you're showing them the house and make it fun, for if you're a business owner to be able to get out there and start really marketing yourself and not just you know not just the company like oh this is what the company does, but you getting out there as well, yeah. that's all uncomfortable, super uncomfortable. But the deal is, is most people, and I say most people because if it was less, like if it was, oh, some people, then we wouldn't have a podcast that people listen to. Right. And it's just that. Everybody would be winning at that point. But most people suffer with that, which I've suffered from it. I remember being that little kid in Arkansas selling cars, scared to go live, scared to get a, a customer. From Did you service. feel that same way? Oh, dude, I had the pit in my stomach. Like when I'm gonna be honest, when I first got in the car business, dude, I could unsell a sold deal that was walking out of finance that agreed to the terms, signed on everything. If I can somehow say hello, I could figure out a way to unwind the deal, bro. <laughs> but dude, I mean that's the truth. Though. But no, that was that was where my skill set was lacking. And for me, it was, I needed to become, you know, like who I was. Like I, I didn't want to be like, I thought that there was a certain type of way that I needed to be. That wasn't who I was. Like I was trying to be somebody else. I wasn't trying to look for the best version of myself. I was looking for the best version of what everybody else or what I thought everybody else wanted me to be. And so the first level of like your confidence is for you to understand that like, okay, let's say you're introverted. Okay. Do you want to be introverted? Like, do you want to be scared of going out to the lot, going to talk to anybody, not being able to smile, have some fun, be able to be loud, you know, have that energy that's going around that people are attracted to be able to raise people's states just by being around you. Do you want that? Or do you want to be kind of nervous being around people? Like, you can't be yourself. You kind of shell away a little bit. And I'm going to tell you this. I mean, I still have introverted tendencies. Like, I I can walk into a room and I can be like, dude, I don't feel like I belong. Like, if there's a bunch of winners in the room that are really crushing it, high-level CEOs, I'm going, you know what? 
it feels like I don't belong, but the fact I'm in the room is crazy. And the fact that they're yeah. asking me for advice on some things is even crazier. <laughs> right. And so, you know, that's what builds, you know, my level of confidence. But let's just take it, you know, to that salesperson. You know, you should be running towards pressure. I mean, David Goggins, Andy Elliott, you know, you and me, everybody in this world who's trying to do something better for everybody else. Like, I, I read the comments sometimes. I need to stop. People be like, oh, what do these guys know? They're, he's 22. What does he know? He doesn't know anything about business. And I'm like, bro, I know more about business in the in the three years I've been with Andy Elliott than 94% of the people out there because I literally am a business within a business. I know how to run a sales team because we have literally are running a sales team. <laughs> Well, and I think too, like in the in the conf in another confidence booster comes from, you know, knowing okay, no matter where you are age wise. I mean, this is the Young Closer podcast. Jacob's twenty two. I'm twenty seven. But the thing is, like at one time, Jacob, there's no way he could have ran a sales team. God no. You know, there's no way he could have done none of that. But see, Jacob, yeah, he got more skill, of course, but he started gaining more confidence. And I think, and then look. There, we have a lot more to grow. Like we, we aren't the best at business. We aren't the most God, confident. We, no. we have a lot of room. We're not the best. Let's just let's just face it. Like we're really really good, but the, they were not. The, we're not our max level. Dude, yet. listen, I'm, well, there's another I'm a, level I'm that a we're going point to. Five out of my ten. Yeah, dude, I'm a negative point five, bro. I got so much room to grow. It's freaking crazy, bro. And I see. I it's funny because guys don't think that sometimes they think like, dude, I'm a nine out of ten, but it's like, dude, your paycheck. I mean. Gosh, I mean, do you only have what? that? Do you have that you much yet, more to grow, yet, or yet, do you have like, that much? Come on, more to grow? dude. Like, like, let's face it. And that's and Andy would always say, that. he's like, dude, I'm a I'm a point three on a scale of one to ten. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like if he's a point three, that's I'm what like, happens when he's a seven, dude. Who? I mean, like, or where am I at? But regardless, confidence in in sales just comes from dude understanding, understanding like, like why is it and. Like think you know about, what, think about this, this, Jacob, real quick. Like when a customer, let's just say, if you're working a deal, whether you're in car sales, insurance, whatever, you've never maybe talked to this person. It's a new lead, fresh lead. We always get that feeling like, oh man, you know, well, I wonder how this call is going to go. Like I, I don't know about you, I get these thoughts in my head. Like I'm like pre-thinking all this stuff, pre-determining the conversation. Or it, it used to be really bad, where I'm like all these scenarios. You know, all this stuff, all these objections I'm going to be faced with. I'm, I'm pre-thinking all this. But then as I got more confident and skilled, I quit thinking about all that stuff. And you I'm just, just like, dude, call. I know we got the best product. I know they're going to say yes. And I know if they do say no, I'm just going to overcome it, make it make sense, and we're going to close this deal every single time. And then guess what ended up happening? I started cl closing more because I got confident because it's like, I'd always think like if I had it like a deal set up, like you, like in the car lot, you know, this person's coming back to buy a car. Okay. And then they call you, Hey, we're on our way. You get all excited and like you're all jacked up. Cause you know, you're, you're about to sell them. Like why you don't, you always feel like that. Mm -hmm. Even with a customer that isn't like saying they're going to buy, why not always be in that really excited state for them to come in? When a new lead comes in, why are, why aren't more salespeople jacked up and excited like it's a fresh buying customer that they're going to buy? But no, you're like, oh, oh man, you know. And, and and I just see that with a lot of like with our own sales team when they call like an old lead or a fresh lead that they never talked the to, they get a little old lead. Yeah, the the gold leads, baby, gold the leads. best leads are the old ones. And then they get all kind of weird about that. But then, like, if someone's calling them that is going to pay them, they're all excited. Like, oh, they're getting paid. Yeah, it's, it's like, it's like dude, everybody's like, going to pay you. Why can't you be like that every minute yeah, of the day? Yeah, just be act like that in every single interaction with a person, and you're going to get what you want. But salespeople, they don't have the confidence. So when they get on something that they're not a 1,000% dialed in on, they get freaking – When something – The customer can tell. Oh, 100%. And, you know, I'm going to say this, you know – 
I feel like when something's not guaranteed, then anything, like let's say it's 90% guaranteed, that 10% uncertainty is we focus on the 10 and not the 90. And so like, yeah, as your skill gets better, you know, that that guaranteed pretty much the deal is going to close is going to reach a higher percentage. And then the uncertainty is even smaller. But for when I got, like, I'm, I'm going to go back to when I first got to the Elliott Group. You know, it was a, something completely different. It was, you know, sales, coaching, telesales, like, all of that, like, and for me, it was it was a new world. It was it was completely different out of anything I've ever seen. Like, I watched the movie Boiler Room. I was like, dude, like, oh, my God, don't be, like, dialing, like, J.P. Morgan, Witter Stanley. I'm, like, I'm, I'm Giovanni Ribisi, and this, you know, I, I was feeling great. And then I got here, and it was something completely different. And I was like, oh, my goodness, dude, like, this is... Uh, I don't know what to think. And so Ian and Evan, they'll make jokes about it all the time. I got to Norman, Oklahoma, and uh, for the first, like, two days, I literally just sat back and watched everybody, the way that they worked. Yep. And, dude, I was floored. Like, my confidence was shattered. And, dude, I can crush it at a car lot. Like, I'm not always worried about that. But then I got around real dogs, like, real guys who were good at the business. And I was like, dude, this is just unfair. I'm like, how I can't even catch up to that. And Andy broke me of that thinking. He was like, dude, why are you going to talk bad to yourself? Like, you want good things to happen to you? I'm like, yeah. He goes, you want to make some money? You want to close some deals? You want to really change people's lives? I'm like, dude, more than anything in this world. He goes, then why is the person who's actually going to be able to make that happen for other people? Why do you talk bad to yourself? But then you tell people about the dream life that they could have. Snapped me right there. I'm like, oh, my God. And then from that moment, I was like, dude, I don't care if I, I, don't care if I fail. I don't care if I lose. I'm going to go play all out. Like, I'm going to go run at 110% speed, and if for some reason I fail, I know why I failed. Most people will fail and not know it because they played at half pace or they just didn't make a decision, and then they fail anyways, and then now they got a 1,000 things that they got to solve instead of it being like, oh, well, I failed because I have a skill problem or I failed because I wasn't making a decision fast enough. If you procrastinate, if you don't get off one side of the fence, like if you're straddling the fence, guess what? You can't solve that problem. I'd rather be wrong fast and then jump to the other side even faster. Done. Handled. I'm scaling. I'm moving. But if you don't have, you know, let's say that that confidence or that conviction to make that decision, well, then you're going to be stuck in that place. And so for my guys who are in automotive, because that's the mass majority of people that are watching Andy's YouTube right now. I know in a couple of years when they when they see this, I'm 27 and you're 30,000 years old. You know, <laughs> come on now. And you know they're going to be they're going to be watching this, and it's going to be everybody from across the world, like in all fields. But for right now in the automotive space, there's a lot of uncertainty that's already happening. The market is going down. Okay, it's not as easy to make the type of grosses. The days of the 10 car hands making 20 grand, those are gone. That's not going to happen anymore. So one thing that I want you to write down is as the grosses get lower, if we want to maintain that certain money that was at this level, well, then we've got to raise the volume. And if we're going to raise the volume of the units that we're delivering, well, you know what we got to do? We got to do things that make us uncomfortable mm -hmm. because there's already a lot of uncertainty in the market. And if you call a customer and you don't have any conviction, you are literally shaking on the call like you don't know what to say. You can't bring ease in their peace of mind into the Want to hear a good story? This happened today, actually. I want to talk about confidence. Let's talk about it. Okay. There's a guy. I'm not going to say his name. He's probably going to watch this. He called, and this guy I've done, dealt with, not dealt with, but he's been a guy of ours forever. He's our boy. The a lot of events. Boy training everything guy's amazing love the guy and uh well anyways he was doing really good the last two years like everybody has in automotive 
Last couple months, not doing good. I FaceTime him today. I'm like, bro, what's up? What's good? He's like, man, not good. I think I'm going to get out of the business, go do something else. Getting a real estate. And I'm like, yeah, like all this stuff. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, yeah, man, I sold 12 cars last month that made three grand. He lives here in Phoenix. Made three grand. I'm like, you, and you cannot live in Phoenix on three grand. Absolutely not. It's, homeless people can't even live on that. Like, it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So I'm like, I'm like, okay, okay, fair enough. Let's figure this out. Let's let's get let's find a solution. Let's not have a pity party here. Let's get great and sell more cars. Yeah, let's not stick to a problem. Let's find a solution. Yeah, because I'm like, dude, well, okay, you sold twelve, you got thirty five hundred bucks. My math, I'm thinking, okay, if you sell thirty, you probably get closer to nine, ten grand. There's probably a bonus or something in there, right? He's like, yeah, okay. So your problem is we need more people. All right. So I'm like, do you go to the gym? He's like, yeah. Like, okay, every morning. He's like, yeah. I'm like, in the gym, is there people that you shake, like, not shake hands with, but you say, hey, what up? And maybe when you started at that gym months ago, you got their name. Maybe you forgot it. You know what I'm talking about, right? You see the guys you see all the time. You know them, but you don't really know them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I say, I, I say, bro, okay, how'd all those guys get to the gym this morning? They drove. He's like, yeah, they drove. I'm like, okay. Now, did those guys just like magically get a car or did they go buy it from somebody at some time? Well, they probably bought it. Okay. So you know that they buy cars. You sell cars, dude, and you're in a lack of volume. You're in a place of like-minded people that are all into what you're into, which is personal fitness. They probably got a good mindset. They're probably around your age or maybe they're older. It doesn't matter. They drove to the gym. You talk to them. You don't even have their phone number. You don't even know their full name. You don't know what they do for work. You don't know anything about them. And then you're sitting here telling me the dealership's slow, there's not enough leads, and there's not enough people buying stuff. But yet every morning you're in a place with people, which is who, what's what buys cars is people. It's not computers. It's not dogs. It's not trees. It's humans. And you're telling me you can't do that. And he's like, well, damn, you're right. And I'm like, what's holding you back from doing that? And he's like, well, I guess I'm just like kind of – scared i'm nervous i'm like you don't have the confidence dude and right now you're hungry you want to make more money and and live and pay your bills but yet you're too afraid and don't have the confidence to go talk to somebody and i guarantee the 30 people that morning in your gym if you talked to every single one of them and told them what you did and had a little something to say which we can coach on that and train on that you'd probably get some people to come in and see and buy a car wouldn't you Mm. He's like, yeah, I would, and I'm, I'm thinking, okay. And when he did that, even if it's only say 30 people, he sold two of them. Those two people have somebody that that they know. Then we play the referral game. I'm like, right now, you can go sell six cars today, and then guess what? Guess how many gyms are in the area? Probably a hundred, bro. Go get memberships at all of them. Go do that. I mean, you got to get creative, but if you don't have the confidence, you're not going to go up to a stranger. And these aren't even strangers. These are people that kind of know you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These are, these are people that you've been working and out you with. Are, and then you're telling me that I don't have leads. Ryan, yeah. show me how to get more people. There you go. There you go. But it's going to take go, confidence. Dog. It's going to take confidence. It's going to take – I'm telling you, when you get someone in front of you, that's the easiest thing to do. Well, I'm going to say like, this, dude. You can't do – what you've always previously done and expect what you're about to no. get to change. Hell no. Like, it's it, it's absolutely, it's it's impossible. Like, you are going to have to get creative. Those that can get creative in this market are going to win. They're yeah. going to win at really high levels, too. High levels. And Super so, high. like, yeah, going if you're at the gym already, why doesn't everybody know what you do? The first step in branding is for people to know who you are, 
what you do, where you're at, and how to find you. Yeah. That is literally the number one step when it comes to personal branding. And if you don't have that, well, guess what? You can't brand yourself because they don't know who you are, what you do, where you're at, and how to find you. You don't have a business at that point. So if you're an automotive professional or if you're in solar, it doesn't matter, but let's talk automotive. But if you're an automotive professional, how are they going to, how are they are going to, how are you going to turn that into that person from a guy hitting curls at the gym to a, uh, a lead who's then going to buy a car? You're not. He's just going to be that guy at the gym hitting them dumbbell curls. And you're like, oh, what up, dude? Getting big. And then nothing happens from it. And so if he takes that little bit of advice, which I hope he does, and actually has a conversation about the guy and be like, hey, dude, listen, I don't know if you know this, but, you know, I sell cars right down here down the road. Here's my business car, dude. I love hearing, I love seeing the fact that you're always crushing it in the morning, dude. If you ever need anything, more money for your trade, whatever it looks like, hey, I'm your guy. Guess what? You get the guy on Facebook, Instagram, then he could start watching your Facebook lives and watch your stories and watch your posts. Let's say, you know, you get that old scat pack in and he's like, dude, I want a freaking scat pack. Boom. Done. Handled. Next thing you know, you got a guy that you know at the gym. It's easier to sell your friends a new car than it is to just find a random person. Like, I sell my friends cars all the time. I'd be like, what up, dog? They'd be like, hey, I want want that 370Z. Dude, no problem. Can you make it up here? Oh, I'm on my way now. All right, sick. I'll put it in detail. Like, I didn't even have to ask them. Like, I just put it in detail. Next thing you know, they're signing on the car 30 minutes later. Just like that. Easy deal. And so guess what? For that to be able to happen, I have to know people. Bradley always says, if you want to make more money, what do you got to do, Ryan? If you want to make more money. Shake more hands. Shake more hands. It's more relationships. It's more people that you got in the old Rolodex. In in the old contacts list of that phone. But you are never going to get there if you don't have the confidence to go up and say hey it's just absolutely yeah. impossible there's nothing that you can do that can that can persuade me well and looping back from my story about um the going live and how that built my confidence because going live now okay you're going live you're getting in front of more people you're, you're building more confidence on facebook right and, and you're selling you're, you're at a car dealership you're selling solar whatever you're doing Still, though, at some point, you're going to have to talk to a real human. You can't talk to your phone all day long on live, and that's, I mean, that's kind of talking to humans, but it's different, right? It, I'm going to be honest, it's, dude. It's, it's easier to talk to humans than it is to my phone. But what I'm saying is, at some point, you still got to talk to a human, right? Like, yeah. like you still got to go up and shake someone's hand and be yeah. real dude, and be, you know what I'm saying? Way easier, So, though. So, I started going live. I started getting more confident with the way I was speaking. I go to my gym. And this is why I told the young fellow earlier today on, you go to your gym and do this, you, you'll generate some sales, guaranteed. I started going to my gym, because I'm a gym rat, like I, like, like I go to the gym every day, and I talk to a lot of people, and that's back when I sold cars, well, I started, like I was new, and I'm trying to get sales, I just started telling people, dude, I sell cars, jacked up, let's go baby, woo, check out the biceps, get those big ass biceps, but your car's all rusty, bro, what? Can't be driving in a freaking beater like that with arms like that, dude. And he's like, "Yeah, you're right. What do you got? Okay, come down, come on down. I'm going to work right after this. Let's go. I got you. I got your deal and everything. Come on." Mm. And then I started doing that. Well, guess what? I'd sell an extra three, four, five units. I'm like, "Okay, I'm onto something." And then that, like, like I love social media, but like, hey, just go talk to people. Like, <laughs> like we're not like that's how, you could never get away from that. But see, people are so glued to their phone. And they're in their cell and TikTok and, and Facebook and Snapchat that they don't like go up to people and just talk like like more of my friends, like from 18 to 30 
more people are going on dating apps and stuff looking for dates. It's like, dude, just you see someone that you find attractive, just go say what up and talk to them. Like, what's the, what's the worst? Why? Why? That's what they used the to do. What's the worst that they can say? And, they, and they're gonna like you more for it because that's real. Like, like that's what humans were meant to do. But see, people have confidence. Okay, and then so, people wonder why so stuff's messed up. Here's what I want to do. Obviously, this is an educational podcast. We talked a lot about confidence, conviction, you know, just having mm-hmm. that belief in yourself. Like, you'll never out-earn your own self-worth. That's right. So if your self-worth is through the floor, well, that's where your paycheck's going to look like. I'm, I'm sorry, right. especially if you're in sales. But if you can raise that self-worth, then you can start raising that income. And when you raise the income, mm-hmm. you've stacked undeniable proof that you are who you say you are. Okay? You you build confidence and respect in yourself and believability in yourself by keeping your word to yourself. And so, like, what I would tell you to do is go shake somebody's hand random at the gym. Like, write that down. Be like, hey, I'm going to go talk to one random person every single day. It's going to be scary at first. Oh, yeah, 100%. Just start with one. Make it easy. Go out there and say, hey, what up, man? Cool. Like, I go to the gym. I know almost everybody in the gym. I'm walking up. I'm like, hey, what up, dude? What up, big dog? What up, man? How you doing? And they'd be like, oh, man, what you hitting today? Oh, I'm hitting some legs. They'd be like, man, you got some tree trunk, son. You know, you need to get away from that, that leg press. I'm like, nah, dude, I got to go, man. We're always cracking jokes, making fun of each other. I'm like, dude, did you... uh you know, did you did you get a surgery? They're like, what do you mean? I'm like, dude, half your bicep's gone, bro. You, you're getting small. Like, I'll just be messing with people, and they love it, and they mess with me as well. But I built those relationships with people, and it's at first you're like, dude, it's a little bit, it's a little bit weird to go up to random people and and just start talking to them. But everybody in the world wants to have somebody there. Everybody wants to have a conversation, talk about themselves. The fast way to get a hold of Ryan and start talking to him, be like, dude, you're freaking massive, bro. Like, what do you eat? And he's going to tell you eat some like some raw eggs, and he's going to go on a tangent. But I do eat raw Listen, eggs. Ryan's going to go down the mat. Don't let him go down the I'm not going to let you go down the rabbit hole. The next episode is going to be sh- uh, eggshell membranes no, and, abso- and the value. No, listen, it's absolutely not going to be that. <laughs> like We're, we're, we're going to do everything in the world we can to stay away from that. But here, here's the deal. I talked about this. I did the, the Wednesday coaching call this morning, okay? And I told everybody that right now, with everything that's going on, we're all a mile wide and an inch deep. Instead of being a mile deep and an inch wide. And I'm talking about our skill sets. Like our skill set with people, with our customer experience, with the way that we overcome an objection, the way that we close, the way that we do anything in this world, in our business, how, how, how in-depth can we go? Do we know everything but we barely know a little bit of a lot? Or do we know a lot about a little? Do we commit to mastery? And that's one of the things that I like, I always push and tell people, I'm like, dude, listen, you've got to start committing to mastery of your craft. Because if you're in the automotive world, what do you, as a salesperson, what is the only responsibility you have? Point blank and serious, sell a car, get the deal done, right? Now, the means of which you do it can be a walk-in, can be a lot-up, can be a phone call, can be a service drive, internet lead. It doesn't matter. The means, don't. it does not matter. But the number one job of what you're supposed to do is to sell the car. Solar sales guys, you're supposed to sell the panel. Real estate, you sell the house. Telesales, you sell whatever it is over the phone. Mm-hmm. Life insurance, you sell a policy. You have one job. How much of your job are you actually really good at there's good there's great there's unstoppable write that down good great and unstoppable are you just good at your job or literally can you pick up the phone and close any deal and if you can that means that you're unstoppable i see people all the time me and ronald go into a business and they're like dude my my sales team's pretty damn good they're unstoppable i'm like okay cool done let's go 
And then guess what? I pull him up to the front of the room. I hit him with one objection. They know how to cover the first objection, but then I take him to the second level of it. I'll be like, hey, man, listen, I just got to, you know, go shop a couple more businesses. I'll get back with you. They'll crush the first part. And I'm like, hey, man, you know, that was good. But you know what? Let's go to round two. I really appreciate that, but I'm, I'm really going to make sure I do my due diligence and make sure that, you know, I figure out all of what I want to know, and then I'll give you a call back if you're the best bid. And then guess what? They'll be like, uh, they get stumbled. They get stumped because they, they, they train to sound good when it comes time to training. You know what I mean? Yep. Like we get guys all the time at the, at, the, at the seminar on the stage. They know the word track by heart, but I take them to round two, they fumble. They don't know what it sounds like. They don't know what to do. They don't know what to say because you're committed to sounding good when the training happens. You're not committed to sounding amazing when your customer's in front of you and they might say no to anything. <laughs> There's so many un, un, unrealized variables that can happen in a deal that don't try to control them all. Just be the best at what you do. And if you can, I'm telling you, you can double your money. You want to double your money? Right, Ryan? You want, you want to double I your I love money? the doubles game. Love the old doubles game. Double well, if game. you want to double your money, you know what you do? You do double the work. No, actually, not even double the work. You do double the production. That's easy. Double the confidence. Double, double everything. But you double, double the down. production. If you're on telesales, if it takes you 200 phone calls to close five deals, well, if you want to close 10, you got to make 400 calls because your skill isn't there yet. You got to up the workload so then you can get more points of contact so then you can close more deals at the same percentage. But that's why training comes into place. That's where confidence comes from. You get really confident on that. Like I'm, I'm really confident on that stage because I know how to handle these objections. I'm not worried about it. Andy's not worried about it. And everybody in the, and everybody in the crowd knows I'm not worried about it. <laughs> Because I know what I'm going to say every single time. Yep. No matter which way you spin it, flip it, or cook it, I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to go. So if you're listening to this, and now if you're a leader, you know what you need to do to build confidence? You need to inspire. You need to see a team that's inspired. Somebody that's like actually like they're fired up. They believe the way that you believe. You believe the way that they believe. And you guys run within synergy. And so, well, if you don't know what synergy is, well, you got a little bit of learning to do. But it's how well you guys can work together and just flow and, and communicate and rock and roll. But ultimately, if you guys can do that as a leader, the fastest way for you to build confidence is your sales team is to see them be able to run at that elite level with you not even around. Andy just got back from a cruise in the Bahamas, and guess what? For him, he wasn't calling every single night like, "Hey, you guys better be, you guys better be working, man. You guys better be getting after it. You guys better be, you know, following through. You guys better be delivering. You guys better be the energy, dude." Andy went, and I think I, I think I texted him twice. One was to show a video of Austin and his change in the last ninety days, or the last, yeah, last what six months or whatever it was, ninety days, six months, same thing. And then the second time was like, hey, uh, we're, we're flying out to Canada <laughs> to go do an in-store. You know, the boys are going international. And all he said was, dude, listen, so freaking proud of you. But that was it. Like, he wasn't calling anybody else. Was he calling you? To, was he freaking out? Nope. No, because he knows that his team's got it dialed in. Well, there's, like, there's 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 leaders and there's man. And we've talked about there's, there's leaders and there's managers. Are you managing people? Or are you leading What's the people? difference, Ryan? For all the cats well, that are new. Well, a, number one, a leader a leader leads and shows by example. Like, there's one thing. Like, if Jacob comes to me and says, Ryan, do this, 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 and this, and this. Big routine. And I'm like, do that. Jacob, can you show me? And Jacob's like, no, just do it. That's a manager. Do as I say, not as I do. But a leader would be like, Jacob, or let's just say Jacob's my leader. He'd be like, Ryan, come here. Let me show you how this is done. I'm going to do it. Now you do it. 
Like a good leader is going with his men into battle. I'm gonna say this. Write you know what I'm saying? Down. Write this down. If you're a manager, you know you know you're a manager. You're led by ego, a title, and you lead with manipulation because you can't inspire a team. You lead with fear of loss, and a leader leads from want of gain or want from gain. Okay, want to gain. But see, also and well, stay on track with confidence, though. Leaders or managers. The reason they're not leaders is because they don't have confidence. Like, they can do it. Like, you know how many managers? I, I talked to a manager today. Oh, dude, I'm the best. I'm the top in my auto group. But what about your team, though? What about your guys? Why aren't the rest of the managers the top in the auto group? Why? Like, what good is it if you're the only guy doing good? That means you're not a real leader because if you were, your team and the other managers would be just as good as you, if not better. That's what a good leader does. A leader doesn't just want his guy, like him, to be the best. That's that's not a leader. That's just a guy that's just that's alone. A true leader wants a bunch of people around him that are amazing, that are killing it, that are sometimes even better than he is. That's a real leader. That's how Andy like Andy always says, I want you guys to be better than me. I want you guys to put me out of my office. I want you guys to take over my office and I'm calling down in the in the regular sales floor. Like that's what like that's a leader. But see a lot of guys, oh, I'm the best in the auto group. I'm the best in the solar business. I make all this money. But okay, so why do you got a bunch of guys that aren't making anything? You're making mm. like that's not. And the thing is, they that Ryan person does not have confidence to to, to to make and bring everyone to that level. They know they know how they got there, but now okay, can, do we have the confidence to take that to the team? Because the one thing that I've really realized in life and sales, it you is very you need a team, but it's the the single most difficult thing you will ever do, and that's why most businesses don't make it. That's why most sales teams. Don't stay together because it's hard, dude. It's very hard to get a bunch of people to be great. That's why, like, coaches in the NFL, that's why they get paid so much money. That's why I learned, like, I was like, man, why why do, why do does Andy Reid of the Chiefs get paid all that damn money? Look at him. He doesn't look like he knows anything about football. But the thing is, he he's good and he has confidence, even though he's super out of shape, but he's confident that, hey, I can get these football boys to go win championships, and I'm going to show them how to do it. I'm going to show them how to do it. And we're going to freaking win. And that's the confidence. And see, some coach in the NFL, they don't do well. They might know anything about football. They might have been a great football player. But they don't have the confidence to show the team and lead the team on how to win. And, I, and, and in a, if you're in a business, if you, have, if you have a sales team, text us, Project 500. What's the number? 480-405-3817. Text that number. Text Project 500. And in Andy's training, it shows how to do this. Like, that's the only way I know how is just to learn from people that have gone where you want to go. And if you want to be a true leader, you want to have true confidence, well, let's go do it. But quit playing patty cake with yourself, with your sales, with your team if you run a team, with your business if you own a business. Whatever you do, it's time to get some confidence. It's time to level up. It's time to spread that confidence amongst everyone in your company, your organization, your team, your family, your kids, your spouse. It's time to go. But it's time to get some confidence. Boom, bada, bing, baby. Dude, you just you just hit the nail on the head on all of that, dude. I just, you know, I, this is the Ryan show tonight. Hey, sometimes, Jacob, it's the Ryan show. Sometimes the Jacob show. Sometimes it's a collaboration. But, I'm gonna hey, put, I'm gonna put, we're a team. Ron, yeah, we're a team, Simon. What it's all about. I'm, oh, my goodness. Well, dude, listen. So, I mean, we're talking a lot about, you know, confidence, 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 confidence. But educational podcast, we want to make sure that the, the crowd gets educated, son. 
because I'm tired. I'm tired of hearing people be like, hey, man, listen, like I, I keep on falling in ruts. I, I keep on losing my confidence. I lose my edge. I get burnt mm, out. Edge. I get all of that. And so one thing that I want you or you know what? I might even go crazy, but it doesn't matter. But one thing I want you to talk about is, you know, there's like the act of having confidence. But what builds it? Because the belief in yourself, that is the the foundation to the house of the life that you want. You've got to build a powerful foundation because without that, the first the first side of, you know, strong winds, which is just adversity, the second that happens, the house gets blown over. A house built on sand can't last. And so most of everything is built on sand. If people became confident in themselves over this last year's market, that was a sand-built foundation because the market was up 300%. Well, they're performing terribly and winning. Yeah, exactly. And so it was a it was a foundation built on sand and then guess what? The market goes back to normality and guess what? It gets a little bit tougher than what they expected to sell. Boom. You see guys breaking. You see guys losing confidence. You see guys losing momentum. And so now it's an epidemic that we're getting texts like, "Man, what's going on, dude? I'm doing I'm barely, you know, I need to get back into training, man. Like I'm barely making any money, but you know, I need to figure this out. I need to figure that out." And it's like well, we told you over the last year what was going to happen. We set a future expectation, and we told you that the one day you're going to cross that finish line, okay, that good market's going to be gone. How much sharper did you get? Did you get better at what you do? Did you stay prepared? Like the old story with the guy with the axe, okay? Week one, he's got his axe. He tells his boss, I'm fired up to go out there, go chop down some trees. Week one, chops down 20 trees, goes crazy. Then you know what? Week two... He chops down 15. Week three, he chops down 13. Week four, he gets seven. Week five, he gets one. And then you know what? He's talking to the boss, and he's like, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm working so hard. You know, I'm just keep on trying to chop down these trees, man. It's just, it's getting harder. Mm-hmm. It's, getting, it's getting so hard, I can barely keep up. And the boss goes, you know what? It's because your axe is getting dull. So he spends the next day sharpening mm. that axe, and then week six, he goes back out there to go chop those trees down, and he goes chops down 30 because he's fired up again. His axe is sharp. He's able to do more with the same amount of work as the guy. Okay, He's able to do more with the same level of work as the guy with a, a, a dull axe. And so for yourself, your confidence, your skill set. Well, I think sometimes mindset. you might have a super sharp axe, but you're looking at the big-ass tree and you're going, I don't know if I can cut that son of a gun down. And then you don't even swing the axe, and then that's a confidence thing. Well, if that's your problem, well, then guess what? There's no better time to, like, you you don't have to be great to start. You just have to start to be great. That's right. Okay? Like, you'll have to start to one day be great. That's it. And so, if you're facing that big old tree, well, guess what? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You just start going one swing at a time. You go one day at a time. And then once you cut it down, you're like, okay, I can do that. So, let's do another one. Let's do another one. And then you keep sharpening the axe because what will happen is you become... Like overly, like oh, I'm I'm the best. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill everything. And then, like the story goes, the longer you go, it becomes harder, and you keep chopping down these the big trees. You go and, but you gotta keep sharpening the no matter where you're at. I don't care. I get guys that call me. Oh, I'm making a million a year. Awesome, great freaking job. There's guys making five hundred million. There's guys making a billion. Like, what are we talking about here? Who are you competing with? You know what I'm saying? I'm the best. Are you, are you competing I'm the with best the apples? In, I'm the of best the in my company. Okay, what like Elon Musk, number the richest guy in the world. He's like, I don't care. I'm trying to take over space, dude. I'm trying to go to Mars. Like, what are we talking about? Like, he's like, I don't like 
And that's where I'm saying there's just levels. But like Elon, he's got confidence of, hey, we are going to put space technology from Earth into the space, going to Mars. We're doing all this stuff. And I know we can do it. We have the right people. Terms. I like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just want to keep it simple for everybody. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but like, but like, it's just like, that's like, that really intrigues me because whenever I think I'm like doing good, I think like, man, I ain't doing nothing. Like I, I look at like I look at Elon. I'm like, dude, I ain't doing nothing, bro. I once I get my own space program, then maybe I can talk about. Let's keep, let's refrain. Being great. Let's refrain. You know what I'm saying? From you but, getting a space program, bro. <laughs> I think it'd be great. No, no, no. I I love that. Um, I think we'd be a, I'd be a pioneer. I don't know if I'd fit in the space suit though. Maybe a little too big. I might have to get a monkey or something or a guy of your stature. Huh? You'd be my first astronaut, a Jacob knot. <laughs> A sales knot. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my goodness. But, no, so I, I totally just got my- The my, closing spaceship. Okay, well- We're going to have an, an intergalactic okay, chill sales out. team. Chill out. Chill out. We're, <laughs> we're, we're trying to help these people build this confidence, man. Now you're talking about, you're talking about everything. But here's the deal. If you want to know where you can go, go look at the people that are doing it at a really high level. If you're in sales, you look at Andy Elliott. You look at Brad Lee. You look at Patrick Bet David. You look at Albert Preciado. You look at Alex Ramosi. You look at all of these people who are doing a really great job at the highest level at what they do. Okay? Now you go, that's where I can go if I become great at what I do. So now you know what level you can reach. And now is I just reverse engineer everything in life. I look at Andy. Okay? Let's just take Andy for a second. Andy started off by himself. Then what did he do? Started recording content. Then he got people reaching out to him. And then the people that were reaching out to him got too plentiful. So then he built a team. So then he built a team so he could then leave, go travel and train while there's still the businesses growing back home. And then he starts going on the stages. And then he makes some powerful partners. And then we just keep on growing. And then the team starts building the team under them. And just like with what me and you were doing, it's literally been reverse engineered by exactly what Andy has done. First, we learned how to do our business. Then we built the sales team. And then right now, me and you, we're traveling all over the country. I mean, we're going to be the first guys to go international, which I think is kind of awesome. Yeah, so, I got to get my passport. Yeah, you need to chill out. You need, yeah, you, you got to smuggle me across the border, dude. I'll, I'll tell Ayaz to uh, bring an extra big suitcase. Just smuggle me. But no, but all that happens because of one thing, and it's confidence. Mm -hmm. Well, I'd say it's pressure on purpose. You know, but that's but that builds confidence. Exactly. Like you're gonna have to get yourself under well, pressure. Well, that, that, well, that's what that's the that's the thing that you know I'm just trying to lead up to. Like, man, what are the, some of the things that you know you're doing? Like, we talk about confidence. What it looks like to have it. What what happens when you get it? Like, well, going live, talking to people at the gym, uh, getting in an uncomfortable situation. Write this down. Um, write this down. Talk to, if you're a guy, going and you're a single guy. Going up to a really pretty woman and asking for her number, that'll build confidence. It's a lot of things. Like, you guys know what does it. It's just you don't want to do it because you don't have confidence and it feels weird. You're like, oh, I don't want to do that. Well, dude, look at your bank account. Look at it and say, am I cool with this? And if the answer is no, well, let's get more uncomfortable. Let's get more confidence. Let's go talk to some more people. Let's go shake some more trees. Let's go, let's go do some things because we can't keep doing this and then looking at that and going, I'm in sales, but like, I mean, I might as well work at McDonald's. Like, and there's nothing wrong with McDonald's. I love McDonald's. You can make a lot of money at McDonald's, but it's like you're in sales. You're getting paid to sell. And if you don't have confidence to talk to people and close deals, 
well, you're going to have a very unfulfilled and you're not going to live up to your potential kind of life. And I know if you're watching this, you don't want that. So let's fix it and let's go crazy, baby. Come on. You know what we need to bring back? What's that? Q&A Sunday. Q&A Sunday. You want to do that? Yeah. You know, for everybody that's listening right now, here's what me and Ryan are going to do. We're going to answer your direct questions. Because if you made it 51 minutes into the podcast, well, number one, you're an OG. We appreciate you. Yes. Thank you. We love you guys. We have an email set up that's been set up since episode one. We get Umero Numero or something like that. Did you say Numero or Umero? Yeah, I don't even know. It doesn't matter. But we've had this email set up for a hot minute. And so we get we get emails sometimes. But it's ask young closers at gmail.com. A S K Y O U N G C L O S E R S at gmail.com. Okay. Shoot us a quick little question with the subject being like QA Sunday. And then ask us a really like dialed in question specific to you. It can be a specific to an industry, whatever it is, and we'll answer it on a live on a podcast. And we want to make sure that we're able to reach the reach our audience because that's the whole goal. It's like we're not making this yeah. just to hear ourselves speak. Like me and Ryan, we know what we're talking about because well, we're talking about it and we're living it. And so we see the problems that we have. We understand where the leaders come from. We understand where salespeople come from. But there's no nothing better than really be able to dial it down a little bit. And answer direct questions. So I'm bringing that back. You've just been you've just been told that we're just I'm, yeah we're bringing it back. But that's for Q and A Sunday. Ask Young Closes at gmail.com and text us 480-405-3817 about Project 500. We're gonna help make individual salespeople, sales teams, leaders help them make five hundred thousand dollars in any field that they're in. Entrepreneurial, yes. car sales, yes. solar doesn't matter what it is. We're helping people in 2023 go get the life that they want because I'm tired of hearing people being stuck in the rat race and not being able to change the life that they have. You control everything in your life that's happening to you. It's happened to you because of you. And so since it happened because of you, it can change because of you. And it changes because of you because you make the damn decision to change. And so we're going to bring that. You guys, you guys got to get on Project 500. It's going to change your life. Shoot us that text. Me and Ryan will tell you everything about it. We'll help you get set up, and we'll help you rock and roll down the road. But, Ryan, we're going to close out the episode. Where can they find you on Instagram? Find me at official Ryan Rasmussen. Give me a follow. You guys will love it. I'm telling you. And then, hey, shoot me a follow at the real young closer. Guys, we appreciate you. Once again, look at this amazing look sign. At that Andy thing. and Jackie, thank you so thing. much. That it's beautiful. Crazy. That thing's crazy. Makes me man. drool. Makes him drool. But hey, we love you guys. And so you know what? We're out of here. Come on. Ow! Ow! Hey guys, I just want to tell you you're the true one percenters. You made it till the end of the video. Do me a favor, share it with the friend that wants to go to another level. Make sure you like the video, comment below so I know who you are. Set your notifications and then subscribe to the channel. We got daily sales training videos dropping. I'll see you soon.